Christopher and then followed up by Nick have expressed some interest in title insurance. So Nick says, keen to hear about title insurance. I read an article recently about a couple who after buying the house couldn't transfer the name due to a caveat. Five years later, court has found they don't own the house. Would title insurance have protected them if they had it? That's a a, a nasty finding. Look, I'm familiar with that case, um, Christopher. I did follow it in the media because I found it from a legal perspective quite intriguing. And those people found themselves in a very, very unusual, specific set of circumstances that would be unlikely to arise very often, if at all, again. What title insurance is designed to do is title insurance is designed to compensate a purchaser if there are defects with the property or with the title to the property after settlement has occurred. The key things um, for title insurance to be effective, they've request that the lawyers, because it's usually your lawyer who might recommend it to you and arrange it, are transparent about any unusual circumstances up front because the insurance company wants to assess the insurance based on full transparency. With some of the things that title insurance covers, there are limits on how much compensation you will be paid. So one of those limits that I have looked into and actually spoken to one of the big operators in the marketplace about is the limit on compensation in the event that there are illegal building works. So One of the things that is becoming more difficult to ascertain with councils in the very short cooling off periods that we have in some states, including New South Wales, is is everything there approved by council? Has it been built in accordance with the plans and it's all above board? And that's because councils are short-staffed, it's difficult to access their records. So title insurance, if there is something unusual or something you're concerned about with the property, is a way to overcome that. People are also doing less pre-property searches like surveys because title insurance is an alternative to that. With the building the defective building works piece, at the moment, the limit's about $150,000. So if you bought a house and council said this entire house is not approved, you've got to knock it down, it's illegal and it can't be built because you're in a flood zone, then title insurance compensation may not adequately compensate you for your loss. However, in the vast majority of cases, if there is a claim for something like um, the property size differed from um, what you understood, or there's been a bathroom put downstairs that isn't allowed to be there, councils become aware of it and they want that rectified, the fence is in the wrong place, then certainly in those circumstances, having title insurance in place can give you peace of mind and can help you out if something like that pops up after you've settled. Okay, sure. So in layman's terms, uh, a common one is the, the good old pergola or the deck out the back or the... Yes. Uh, so we, we come and inspect a house. It's, uh, it's, it's been noted on the contract that this particular part of the house hasn't been approved by council, yet it's here and it's functioning. 
So is that where you would take out title insurance on the basis that it isn't improved or? You would have to notify the insurer, you would have to disclose to them that it had been disclosed to you that that was not approved. And they would then consider whether they would give you that insurance and they might put some restrictions or reduce the level of insurance because of the fact that you were aware of the defect before you purchased. And that's sort of to be contrasted to you bought it and then you find out after settlement that the deck wasn't approved and it's become a problem. Yeah, okay. So title insurance is probably not going to apply if you're aware of something from the outset. It's like going and get health insurance when you've already got a dicey knee. Precisely. Okay, that's great. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And the jury's out as to whether title insurance is worthwhile with for a lot of investors I talk to because it's a one-off premium, isn't it? And it is a one-off premium. So it might be five, $600, for example, that you pay up front and, and then never again. A That's bit right. Like stamp duty. So for me, a peace of mind, it's, it's definitely worthwhile. But for others, it's like, well, yeah, I'll if, uh, I'll, run the, I'll run the gauntlet on that, I suppose. And certainly the approach that we take with our clients is we do a bit of a risk assessment with them based on what pre-purchase due diligence we can get done for them and also whether there are any flags in the contract. One of the big flags for me, and it's certainly something that's common on the Central Coast, is um, two-storey properties where it is apparent or you would suspect that downstairs was originally a garage, so a non-habitable area, and it's being turned into a bathroom or a second flat or something like that. So we look for those types of things and consider them to be flags when we're advising clients and advising them on title insurance. Okay. So on a matter, so not probably relative to title insurance, but if you found that that was an unapproved dwelling and it wasn't listed in the contract. How do you navigate your way through that as potentially the new owner? Is it something where, okay, we get a discount on the price um, in a hot market that might not be possible? How do you... So if you know, I'll start with because I can see several of the questions here sort of relate to what can I do after settlement if I discover there's a problem. Different states apply this approach to different levels, but in New South Wales, we probably have the strictest starting point, which is let the buyer beware. So the obligation on vendors to disclose problems is fairly limited. It has expanded a bit over recent years, but the legal position is let the buyer beware. The buyer must conduct due diligence to discover any defects before they commit to purchase the property. 
if you haven't exchanged and you become aware that there's a legal building work, what you then do is you look at two things. Can I rectify that defect and what will it cost me? What would it cost me to get council to approve this work if that in fact can be done? Because getting retrospective approval from councils can be difficult. In the alternative, do I need to negotiate a discount on the purchase price if I still want to proceed to compensate me for the risk that at some point I might have to undo this work? So I might have to demolish the deck or demolish the pergola or going to more serious sort of sets of circumstances. I might have to pull the kitchen and um, everything out of the granny flat and convert it back to a garage, which means I'm not going to be able to get the second income that I was um, counting on. I've incurred the cost of doing that work and I've also devalued the property because it was worth more with two incomes. So it's something that needs to be really carefully considered and a $5,000 deck Mm. might be neither here nor there compared to bigger issues that can flow from that and how you might negotiate around it or look for a different property. Yeah, it's a really tricky one because in that negotiation process, if you were start making phone calls to council and then them giving you a response and then a final, uh, I suppose, a finding on what needs to be done. The the property's been and gone, isn't it? Absolutely, so. it has. Mm. And, you know, there are certain councils where we can say to purchasers, make an appointment, go in and ask them to show you the file for the property and you have a look at the approvals and the plans attached to the approvals and okay. check that it's all okay. But certainly um, a lot of the councils just aren't able to accommodate that or can't accommodate it in the time frames we need at the moment, no. which means title insurance is a good alternative. Awesome. 